Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. Hey, everybody, it's Heather Dubrow. Come join me for Heather Dubrow's World exclusively on Podcast One. We have so many fun conversations and great guests. Recently, Corinne Olympios for The Bachelor was here, Suzanne Summers, Matt Eisman, Tamara Judge, my buddy, was here. All kinds of really fun. Randy Jackson, Kellen Lutz, I didn't let him bite me. Join me every Friday on PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey everyone, this is Starving for Attention. I'm Richard Blaze. I'm here with Jasmine Blaze. Hi. Uh, and this is a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> we are... I don't think we always have to reveal where we I are. I think we do. It's become sort of a thing. Like we were in the fitness club on a couple episodes ago and like we sort of tell everyone where we're at, whether we're at Skype or if we're in the studio in LA. Today we're actually in a closet in our house. This is life. This is life. This is... You said it when we when we went in down here and I was a little upset and I was a little sad little boy and you're like this is podcasting you weren't sad you were broody i was br- it's a common thing for you it's common but we're we're sitting on the floor in our closets we'll put I'm up a photo a, i'm on an exercise ball I'm, I'm working my core as i'm podcasting well you don't Unlike need to because you look great and you're in great shape but it, i guess that is an advantage to being down here uh we're down here for a number of reasons uh one our kids just went to bed yeah. Uh, so they might run down here. Most likely. So they hopefully won't hear us. And it's a little less echoey in a closet. And our producer, Heather, at one point said, yeah, you can do it in a closet. Yeah. I record a podcast, by right. the way, just to be That's clear. Yeah. And uh, I, we're going to try that out. So hopefully the audio is good. Yeah. Uh, if you hear any little weird noises, it's just my exercise ball. It's you sitting on the... I just want to make that clear. Is it a Pilates no, no, it's just like an exercise ball, Swiss yeah. ball. I like that. Yeah. It does. It does work your core out. Uh, it was just Thanksgiving, Jasmine. It was. It was nice. And we are working through the last uh, couple of containers Ooh. of uh, leftovers up there. Speaking of exercise ball. You got to do it. I mean, I, I find that it's, you had said the other day, it's like a game of Jenga. Oh, totally. Fitting the leftovers in the leftover pans. In the leftover pans. And then and fitting like, those in the fridge. We went from nine delis Jenga. to six. Tetris. Oh, Tetris. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Well, I, guess I can it's turn not this Jenga. mashed potatoes this way. And... Ooh, but a Jenga with like stuffing uh, rectangles could be fun. That could be a fun sort of Jenga version. But it is. Yeah. It's more Tetris. It is. But we're almost done. The kids have yeah. to eat ham, ham sandwiches. Sandwich. One ham sandwich tomorrow and then they're done. There's like a giant knuckle of ham up there though. Yeah, You're going to have to do I work. Know. I head out to New York tomorrow. That's why we're jamming in this little preview right here. That's right. Uh, but it was fun. Everyone, uh, we put up a picture on Instagram. We did. It got massive response for, for my Instagram page. It yeah. got like over almost 200,000, uh, impressions. Was that Turkey? It was that, that burnt, burnt turkey, turkey. wing <laughs> that people were calling me out on, which is really sad because it was not it's burnt. Thanksgiving. You're not supposed to call people out for burnt anything. Right. But the other thing is it yeah. like, it was darker than the rest of the bird. But it was not burnt. I mean, I ate it for breakfast yesterday. I put another photo up just to yeah. prove it. It Shut was it. smoked. Yeah. It's barbecue. 
Right. You don't want, you well, know. I guess that's, you know, maybe we needed to add that in as an edit. I guess we could have said, hey, this is our smoked turkey. And right. uh, we cooked it on the big green egg. That was a lot of fun. I'm, was it? I'm kind I wasn't of out there at all, I'll be honest. I mean, so. I have an iPhone 10 now. Yeah, you're a, welcome. Thank you very much for the early holiday gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Tesla. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a big green egg. Yeah, your life is like pretty good right now. It's pretty. It is. It's amazing. You I mean, no, thank you. No, no room to complain. And I do a podcast with my wife. Yeah, in our good. closet. Life is great. Life is <laughs> a lot of fun. Also, uh, Gigi, uh, your mom, my mother-in-law, she's upstairs right above our roof. Yeah, and, right above uh, So you might hear her moving her chair around up there if she's <laughs> if she if she gets any fake news on Facebook. Yeah, which usually is something like. Tim Tebow just signed with the Broncos. Oh, she did that once. She did it once, but she did it three years after Tim Tebow left the NFL. Um, Let's get on track. Uh, Today's episode, again, post-Thanksgiving. This is an episode that I recorded in Minneapolis about a month ago with the Potash Twins. Yeah. Oh, the Potash Twins. First of all. They're like the hipster food scene, those guys. There's there's some underground sort of like niche world. They roll with Andrew Zimmerman. Yeah, and, uh, and little uh, what is it? Trumpets, right? They play trumpet. Is it trumpet? They play uh, different instruments. Different yeah, instruments. Oh, okay, uh, the Twin Horns of Joy. Nice. NPR has called them at one point. That's awesome. Um, and they're just amazing. But yeah, they're jazz musicians, but also serious foodies. They got a show that they did for travel. Um, they have a new show coming out that they talk about on this episode, but they don't really get into it. Yeah. They're twins. Yeah, they're uh, great. Find them on social because they're amazing. I want to say kids. I say that out of respect because they're young people. Yeah. Um, but the f- sort of fascinating story somewhere like between Omaha, Nebraska, Minneapolis and like Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and they also look like, you know, we have a friend, Eli, who's been Are on the podcast. Omaha? I think they're from Omaha, if oh, I remember. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. It makes the story like even like yeah, times like 10 their more, path. Yeah, more interesting. That'll and be our, in our 30 for 30. Hey, oh, I, hey, don't don't reveal it. Why are you revealing the show? You That's the next everything. show. You the are, food like, third you for 30. You keep nothing secret ever. But that one I've kept close to my chest until oh. right now. Well. On Starving for Attention, you've revealed it. Oh, well. uh, this is going to be the Potash Twins in Minneapolis. Hey, before we get going, uh, do us a favor. It's the holiday season. Go over to Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app. Can you take just a couple minutes and write us a little review? We're over 100 reviews. Uh, We're still at five stars. We're super grateful for all of your support. So many people now, Mm -hmm. uh, Jasmine, as I'm like traveling the country, are coming up to me saying, I love the podcast or we love the podcast. That is crazy. Yeah. Because it's always been like, I love this show that you're on. I love one of your restaurants. Um, You know, but now hearing it be about the podcast. Has been something that's uh, it's it means it's working a little bit. Yeah, we got to keep grinding it out. We're right. twenty five episodes in. I we have to get to a hundred. Uh, I want to get to even more than that. Uh, but anyway, go over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. It's the season of giving. That it is. So give us a nice review if you want, or or also tell us what we need to do better. But do that on Twitter. <laughs> Don't do it on the Apple Podcast <laughs> app. Uh, without further ado, uh, this is the Potash Twins from my tiny little hotel room in Minneapolis. Enjoy. You obviously get the nice chair. No, you guys get the nice no, chair. You no, you do not have to do that. This is your chair. No, no, this, no you get, the look, nice you, chair, uh, I get, okay. you get the nice chair, but you have to split a mic. That's the only sort of uh, compromise. We're twins. We've uh, 
We've learned how to share it over time. All right, so Ez and D, the Potash twins, uh, as they have, you, do, do you have to get that out of the way just because it's audio right away? You're like, we have to let everyone know. Well, the worst thing twins. about us doing podcasts is they never know which one's talking. Right. So you can't see our faces. You just are like, oh, God, which one is that? But That's a terrible thing for me because I don't like being associated with things that you say. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, on, at least on camera, they're like, oh, yeah, D definitely didn't say that. That was an Ez comment. Well, but now right. if we do like um, like magazine interviews over the phone, they're like, they always get the thing wrong. With Ez, like, and, and each yeah. sentence, their name. So if I'll say something, Something like, yeah, my favorite restaurant is Crack Shack. Ed's. Right. Like yeah. I have to say. Well, I like how you gave me a little quick little personal oh, shout of out. Of course. That was nice. It's a great place. No need, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so you feel like, okay, you guys are twins. Do you feel like you have to deal with like the basic twin like questions and concerns so, all the time? Yeah, definitely. Every single day, if you're buying anything ever, whoever is at a checkout will always be like, oh, twins, cool. And then they either... No, 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 no. Either, no, no, no. The you're, number no, one that's thing, never how it is. No, no. They're always like, are you twins? And I, we always are like, are you blind? Because we look very <laughs> and then, identical. Right. And then they're, it always whoever asks it is always someone who's like, oh, yeah, my cousin's a twin, or my brother's a twin, or I'm a twin. Yep. It's like, because that's at the top of their mind. They're always going to ask or say that when they see twins. But... The, we we want to wear a shirt or like create a shirt that says yes we're twins that I'm like whatever yeah, I'm, I'm the older I'm, one I'm the older like one that, the one that answers every plenty question. of companies that do that right uh, I mean yeah you need to do that and also uh, you're the older one no I'm not. not right yeah. okay I am oh okay. I act like so, the older one but now. you want you want a t-shirt that says I'm the older one. Just to you know, confuse people? I, you know, there's a funny thing about that. I've never felt that the older one means you're, like, wiser or cooler because I'm the one that writes the better songs. <laughs> I'm the one that plays the better Wait, solos. Okay. Is this like I'm a the PG? one with the better is this sound like bites. a PG-rated you podcast? You can say whatever you want. Okay, yeah. yeah D is not the asshole. So, <laughs> as the, I'm with asshole or I'm but, with stupid. Right. D, he might not be the asshole, but he's not the artist either. Okay, whatever. Look at you guys. So, uh, so there's a little bit of uh, friendly uh, rivalry, as you would oh, yeah. with any yeah. sibling. Uh, but it's more intense when you're a twin, I'm assuming. I'm guessing. I think it's more intense today for some reason. I also was going to say, I hang out with you guys a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I've never seen you like just go out no, like this. We've been I, amped. We, had, we were in Chicago I think it's, this weekend. Honestly, Richard, I think yeah. it's because I got the better chair. And he's just doing You did grab the king's yeah. chair. But right? it's also squeakier, so, and I thought about it ahead of time, because leather would squeak. Look at this. You guys are going at it today. Well, I, no, like I was going to say, we were just in Chicago yesterday, right. and we had dim sum with a bunch of our friends at a pl- Ming Him. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a pretty decent. Don't, like, recommend it. Yeah, no. Game, it's it just, you right? can get in there in and out quickly. I'm in there tomorrow, uh, so I'll are you? Uh, should I oh, check yeah. it out? Okay. Uh, we'll give you other links. Right, um, got it. But, uh, no, we, our friends, like, we were having dim sum, and we were just going at each other, and they were like, what's going on? There's some tension between and you. And we, we always like not on purpose, but we always like bring another person into it. Like, yeah, try right. to. No, we be make the them judge. pick a side immediately. Like, yeah. if you if you like if we're fighting, I'll always be like Richard. Like, you're on my side, right? Yeah, and he'll usually no. they're like, no. Yeah, that's one way right. to like scare your guests away from ever wanting to eat with you. Is when <laughs> as and I are like in the middle of like a some sort of fight, and then you bring them into it, and they have to pick, and it's the most awkward thing. All of that being said, I mean, you guys are kind of joking. I mean, you guys get along really, really yeah. well. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I would say. Like for brothers and maybe even twins more so than like the average, uh, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, when you work together too and live together, you have to just make you like. Well, there's no like passive aggressive anything. Right. You have to just go at it with whatever's happening. Otherwise, like it's going to turn well, into something bigger than it. Is. But some people don't like. I mean, we have played a game on the podcast before where it was it was uh, we oh, had one of the Voltaggio brothers. Oh, on, yeah. great! And their game yeah. was like uh, you have it was Voltaggio brothers versus. Okay. And one of the questions was the Voltaggio brothers versus the Potash twins. Really? Oh my God. In a wrestling, in a backyard wrestling match. <laughs> 
who we would have win. a bunch of weight on that. Who would win? Yeah, who do you think would win? Because the Voltaggio, uh, Michael Voltaggio said he would win. They, they would, would win. They have out. tattoos. I have argued tattoos. for you. Thank I you. I argued Richard. for the potash. Um, you know what? They have knives though, and I feel like Michael would play a little dirty. Right? Oh, I can see so, that. You have instruments, right? Okay, we have so instruments. I mean, we you're can... musicians. You can you play multiple okay, instruments. Okay. Yes. I get yeah. this. Okay. We'll play music, we'll roll them <laughs> in to a trap. And then we will exactly. win. We'd be sneaky, and they would just be yeah. But like, we're also like we're also like, like fat foodie twins, so they're gonna draw us in with food, and then with oh, they'll be right. They would, yeah. feed and you. they can. There's a couple ways they could go. <laughs> right. Knives, poison is another way. Like oh, right. it's oh, ways you're going dark. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> it's a it's a wrestling match. Yeah. It's not a to the death. <laughs> oh, it's not uh, a death match. I like how it's also like a little. It's like Red Riding Hood. Like they'll lure yeah. you in with treats and then yeah. poison you. Well, because we're sweet and spicy at the same time. I wasn't sorry. I thought wrestling was trial by combat. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, usually different. some like cage could be cage wrestling. Like you could have gear and like you know. Oh, yeah. What would your gear? You're of really thinking be? hard about this. Me for yeah. like as like a combat. Yeah. Because it has to be a kitchen tool. Uh, like I can turn well, the tables on me here. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 my 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 tool of choice is a spoon, but now it has to be a weapon. Mm. Um. I mean, I don't know. What are we like? Have you ever seen um one, a mezzaluna? A oh, yeah. Luna, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like, like, kind of like, like a, whole thing. Like a thing. sickle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so that yeah. would be pretty. If you put a mezzaluna on a pizza peel, that's literally like a weapon. That's a weapon. Yeah. That is a weapon. Like, I've been watching a lot of original series Star Trek, by the way, which I think is an episode where Spock and Kirk battle with a mezzaluna that's on a pizza peel. We look nerdy, but yeah. we're not yeah. actually that nerdy. I wasn't going to go deep with this. Yeah. No, no, no. Sidebar. Yeah. Everyone's always like. In every conversation I've ever had, everyone's like, "You guys watch Star Trek?" Right? Yeah, like, like they assume. <laughs> they always assume. Like we're always out to out with people, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, did you see that Star Trek episode?" And I'm like, "I know we look like we would have, but it's the one thing yeah. we aren't into." In fairness, like, you look like you'd be red shirts in a Star in a Star Trek episode for sure. I don't know what that but even I means. See, <laughs> what does that even I mean? mean usually, the red, red shirt is someone who beams down to a planet and gets killed right away. Oh, yeah, like what does like, that say uh, about low, us? Like entry level no, no, security. We'll no. leave that for the no, montage. No, because you'd be, yeah, you'd well, be down on the planet arguing with each other, and then like a no, lizard I, monster would run by. We'd Ooh. be like, we'd be like the, the lizard man. lawyers, like oh, the lizard the man. The lizard yes. man would run by. See, oh, the I lizard man. Ooh, 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 I like that. That, was a, that. For those of you that don't know, that was a subtle plug to our digital series with the Travel Channel, episode one, the lizard. Yeah, it wasn't that subtle. It was a softball. I threw that out first. Well, I gave you crack. So you have, you guys are doing a food show. So like, we got to back up a hot second. You are. There's new information to drop. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Is it? We, I'm not gonna get some week. exclusive stuff. You're gonna get something. Something exclusive. It's not gonna be the cool. whole information. Like, because I was supposed to have a call uh, with our people before this of what I could say and what I couldn't say, and it didn't happen. Right. So all I'm gonna say is we just signed a new deal for a new digital series with a really really awesome network that we're so excited to work with. So, so not the. You might work with this network. Is it, is too. it not the same network that is, it, it is that not. is uh, Southern Road Trip? It, it is, is not. not wow. It's not Travel Channel. Okay. It's not Travel Channel. Uh, is it scripts? Uh, it is not scripts. Whoa! Yes, okay, so you're going to tell me offline or when That was a pretty insider, like, the dude, these not? people know who listen to this podcast. Dude, if they they're hip to Richard Blaze's podcast, they're in the know already. That's true. So, That's a good point. Potentially, potentially. But let's back up real quick. So you guys, world-class musicians. This we is try true. to be. Or I am. I don't know about him. <laughs> oh, but, well thank, done. Well done. Thank you. Um, but now you've also sort of, um, you're, you're in the food space. Yeah. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like I, I, I understand the musician part. Like mm-hmm. that's something you've trained at for yeah. your whole lives, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Because you have all sorts of albums and everything mm-hmm. and you travel and you go on tour. But now you're doing this southern road trip. Uh, you kind of are in the Andrew Zimmerin mm-hmm. click, yeah. if you will. How <laughs> do you go from, how clip, do you go from jazz musicians or musicians to food personality? So we had to go way back then to set this one up. We were, we're from Omaha, Nebraska, like born and raised. Omaha. I've never been. Oh, really? Oh, we anything. should go. We should but I'm go. embarrassed that I want to go. You, why are you like, embarrassed you go, we'll that you want to go? We'll fly down there and we'll do something. Because I've been yeah, almost let's... everywhere. We should bring you in for something. We should. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah, figure that I, out. I know people who could do that. We have to do that. Yeah. I love the mask, the corn husker and all they that. They love you down there. Like, they I, know those, you are. Those are my people. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I need to go. For sure. Dude, yeah. that's So you're in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, Omaha, Nebraska. That's where you're from. Yeah. A very, like, it's a great place. Because I would have said Brooklyn. Really? So like, like we'll get a picture of you up on the di- yeah. We do look fun. fairly. We hip. look you're, Brooklyn. You're super hip looking. You got well, red we did glasses. True, true. That's not and a very like Nebraska cool thing. sweatshirts and, and skinny jeans on right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> skinny jeans that are being stretched to their limits. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't say why they're skinny, but they're, uh, <laughs> they weren't originally. Yeah, exactly. So Omaha, Nebraska, great city. I would say culturally deprived in some areas. Cuisine, definitely deprived, mm-hmm. at least when we were growing up. I'm assuming it's like great steak, spoon of corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That's yeah. the kind of town. Classically. Yeah. They're trying to turn that around, but that, no, that is yeah. what it is. It's okay. turning yeah. into more like the Portland of the Midwest kind of vibe, Ooh, which is really First cool. of all, you just dropped the hashtag. Omaha is the Portland of the Midwest? Yes. I don't like their travel. That's going to be like their whole like mantra for Their thing is we don't coast, which is like maybe two seconds of thinking about that right. well, no, but and not like a the, full but it's a subtle reference to like we don't have to be on a coast it's also like sort of a reference of just geographically where they are which yeah. I don't think is very no big. I kind of like yeah. that listen I lived in Atlanta for a while and it was like yeah. we're the New York of the South yeah right? yeah, <laughs> yeah go for that yeah if right. you have to right. use With another city the exception that New York is like you know no. uh, internationally known but you're yeah. also advertising and another city at the same time yeah, so yeah. I don't understand I mean Portland of the Midwest just go to Portland that's a shout out to Portland like do musicians do that at all because like, like, I would say like when, oh, you, when, yeah. you, when oh, yeah. you hear another band inside oh, yeah. of one band's music, oh sure, sure. But sure. I would assume there's a sense. Or you're like, or like re- related acts, or be like, we're somewhere like Trombone Shorty and Chris Bodie and you know. Now is that what that's what uh, uh, that's what we say we are? A little okay, bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe um, a little different things there here and there, but. Um, should I go back on top? Yeah, yeah sorry. Right. Oh my God. No, that was Nebraska. really funny. So, Omaha, Nebraska. You're, 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 you're born with what instrument in your hands? Trumpet. Okay. And trombone. Yeah, you were not born with a trombone. I, I did you changed like a hundred times because you're indecisive as a human being. Well, that's well, you're like me then, right? Oh, yeah. I, ch- I, I make. I you're just figuring this out. I feel like I knew that right away. Yeah, yeah. I pivot all the time. That <laughs> was a subtle knock on me too. I like that. <laughs> not a purpose <laughs> because it was a knock yeah. on him. Now it's two for one. And then I said I agree. You kind of changed yourself. So okay, yeah. so uh, living um, in quick sidebar. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. I played trumpet in junior high. Did you really? I did. I feel like the first time we met, you might have said I that. I probably did because I well, I wouldn't have anyone else to really share sure, that what with. Kind of True. trumpet you had. I, it was um, it was a uh, small one. <laughs> like a cornet? No, bigger than a cornet. It was like an I, I like guess a trumpet. Like a classic yeah, like trumpet. An trumpet. And I remember it was uh, th- there were three of us in the junior high band. Yeah, that's awesome. And I remember we had like a solo part for just the trumpets. Mm-hmm. A soli. A soli. Is that what it's called? A yeah. Sol- when it's more than one part, it's a soli. A soli. Dropping yes. knowledge on. <laughs> now you guys know. Now you know. And uh, I was so bad, I didn't do any rehearsal. I, like I didn't care about it at all. So I got up. We had to stand up during it. Oh yeah. And I just the classic band. Part. I just yeah. I, I didn't move my mouth, but I moved my fingers. 
Ooh, that's a I good have, move. That's, that's like a sneaky move. Yeah. It's really sneaky, and last but there's only three of you, it's pretty obvious. That's like, I mean, that's obviously the equivalent, instrumental equivalent of lip syncing. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, but there's certainly no musician worth his salt would do that. Yeah, I don't. Or worth his. No, I've never heard of an instrumentalist faking it. I'm well. Maybe like a guitar. Oh no, Flea on the Super Bowl wasn't he? Like, so sometimes what they do is they have another like studio musician in the backstage area that's hooked up, and like the person out front will look like they're playing guitar, but it's actually like a really killing guy. So it's basically like a chef doing a morning show. Like there's a whole culinary team. Someone else made the food. food. Yeah, and you're just telling. It's my recipe. Yeah, I wrote the music. Someone else prepared it for me. Yeah, but that I think when sense. you're performing live, like on a on a morning show, like that's a time thing. Like you're not gonna go in there at four a.m. and assemble everything. Right. You don't. You want. You don't have the time. You're it's doing... also a desired thing. I don't really want to be in there at four a.m. I mean, <laughs> nor should you be. That right. would be kind right. of sad. But uh, no, um, <laughs> no. I think when you're performing it, it's like people assume you're not. You're not saying it's not you. Like people assume it's you. Right. Yeah. So I think there's something to that. Um, but I don't know. I mean. I think if, we, if you're good, like, be good. And if you're not good, just do what you do. Like, what else you can do. Just fake it you make it sort of thing? Not really. No, okay. I mean, like, I mean, if you can't play guitar live, don't play guitar live. Right. <laughs> just be like, yeah, I'm not the guy saying that. Right. Like, don't be the guy that pretends. That, there you go. There you go. Wait, we should go back We're, to our yeah. origins of how we got How about you go, since every time I say okay, something, so, no. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, it's, it's also, I'm in. horrible that way. I get no, it. that's why Anyone I'm... Anyone who has anything negative to say about this podcast is like, Richard Blaze talks too much, so no way. I have... Well, I have doubly a problem today, then, because you're both like that, no, and I'm just... How about, I'll, do, I'll hit a little I'm buzzer. trying to, like, no. say one thing, gonna, and then I'm gonna both hit a, of you... I'm hitting an imaginary buzzer that says, I'm going to, like, tap out, and you can have okay. a minute don't without hit me the, By the way, don't hit the imaginary buzzer. My producer freaks out when people start hitting the table. Oh, okay, well, This I'm is sorry. just a shout-out to you, Heather, in Los Angeles. Heather, I'm who sorry. Who always sends notes back, like, can your guests stop slamming on the table? All right, there we go. Heather, we won't be those people. Uh, so we're in Omaha. We are yeah. born yep. with trumpets and trombones and many yep. other instruments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we, how do we get from... Uh, okay, go ahead. Tell me your origin story. I'm doing this again? Yeah, you can yeah. do it. Uh, okay, so practice a lot because there's not much oh, to do. Are we talking about we got on a food or the music thing? The music, I like. Oh, music. So like, yeah, music. you're, you're so, playing music because there's nothing okay. else to nothing do. Nothing else to do. Well, I mean, everyone's going to... We're going to get hate mail now from Omaha <laughs> people. <laughs> no, you're not. But, uh, I love you. Uh, yeah, so they know it's true. We, uh, we practiced. They're listening to this podcast. We were always they know like, it's true. we were always like those people in band who were like, we were good, but we also were like had fun with it. So we weren't like, we didn't take it super seriously, but we were we were like good for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So we practiced a lot, and then we'd come home and we'd have been playing all day. So what do we do? Turn on Food Network because that's what, like what we like. Andrew Zimmer and you, Top Chef, all right. that stuff. You don't have to be nice to me, by the way. Zimmer no, this is all true because I know, like you know, a- Andrew's done pays a lot, you. So. <laughs> yeah, so for me, you don't have to. I'm not paying you. Um, zero. Hey, we're not getting paid for that. <laughs> so, and then you think about it. So, like, epicurely, we're a little deprived with food in Omaha. My mom. You see tra- the things you can't have. Exactly. Yeah. My mom travels the world for work and always like brought us back stuff. Oh, though. I love that. Yeah, though. you see the things you can't have. Yeah. So and then you want it more, right? Yeah. So Ooh. and same with music. We wanted to be in New York really badly since we were like thirteen and live there and do our music stuff. Right. So, like naturally, when we we're like going through high school, we're like aiming to do that. that whole and thing. going back to the food section of that, our mom would travel for work internationally, and she'd bring us back things from like they're very. Our parents are like super cultural, like. Just she brought back mochi for us from Japan before it was cool, and not like the sweet mochi, like, yeah, right? Like classic yeah. pounded red bean. Like the, not, rice. yeah, exactly. Like, and we'd eat it. We'd take it to school, and kids would be like, "Oh my god, they're eating spleens!" And we're like, <laughs> "Nope, this is actually like traditional <laughs> Japanese, yeah. like right. you know what delicacy." And so we'd we'd be immediately think 
like, oh, this is awesome. Like, at some point, I want to be able to try these Everything things Everything you're not used to is just cool to you. Yeah. So, so um, we would... Well, you end up how, like let them know how we got to New York and yeah. Know, so stuff. then, and we did the exact same thing with music. So when a, an act would come into town, uh, someone who we looked up to musically, we would go and seek them out. I always said that when we go to a concert, we usually bring our horns because to us it's like a kid going into a baseball game with his baseball glove trying to catch a foul ball. Ours were just playing with other musicians. So we would go... Wait, wait okay, so you're going to some... I, this is kind of blowing my mind here. Yeah. So you're going to someone else's show. <laughs> yeah. You're bringing your instruments yeah. as someone would bring their baseball mitt to a baseball game to catch a foul ball. Exactly. But you are doing it so that you can... Either play with them or get a lesson afterwards or, or hang backstage and get or just get a hot tip. Okay, yeah, so like, exactly. So uh, as as same sort of analogy as a kid is waiting for that player to come out of the locker room at the end of yep. the game, you're hanging you. out with music. Exactly. You're trying to get some time with the musicians. Definitely. Well, when you're in Omaha, like you ha- don't you don't just bump into like these people on the street. So right. The only yeah. way they're coming to town is if they're selling out the arena. So Wynton Marsalis came to town. Who he's like nine time Grammy winning. Cold And we somehow got ushered into the green room and. Uh, he like kind of took to us really quickly and he gave us a two hour like trumpet lesson afterwards then he gave us a cell phone number and said anytime you're in New York City give me a call and like we'll connect we would go to, so that happened we'd go to New we'd York to New just York. To, I, for, you're just like that happened but you're kind of glossing over the fact that like you made that happen which is something that comes up on the podcast a lot of like aspiring yeah. chefs like if you don't go to the show mm. spend your money go out of your way to go there bring your instruments yeah you're not getting into the green room with Winston Marsalis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winton, so, like, you hustle. What's that? Winton. Winton. Yeah. No, There's no yeah. S, but people say S. It's just, did I yeah. say the I probably did. No, you probably. Yeah. It's fine. I no, I did. It's like, yeah, it's fine. his name is weird. Yeah, it's let's, say, no, let's say his name. It has nothing to do with yeah. you. It's Winton Marsalis. Marsalis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. He's the man, and I th- he deserves respect. To I well, 100%. Well, we have to, like, kind of, like, build on that story. So, we would fly to New York just to call him and be like, we're in town. Because yeah. we wanted to see what would happen. Because we're risky and we did that shit. Yeah. Right. And, uh, well, he would take us to recording sessions, photo shoots, concerts, and we'd hang out. And then it got to the point where, like, we'd do this for a couple of years. And then he helped us get into school. He's like, I want to help you guys move to New York. You're in Nebraska. You need to get out. Like, you have a career. Like, you could do this. And he, he what did he do? Like, helped us he with our college, college essays. essays sent like, them in. We got full rides to every New York conservatory. For music. Just, yeah, yeah. This is just from showing up at a show originally yeah. and yeah. being a fan and we, sending in the email. Yeah. yeah. And, and he we, said he said, you know what, I sometimes give lessons to people and I always talk to them. You were the only ones who called me back. Right. Because so, people were usually too scared and that's not a trait ooh. that we have. You you don't have that trait. I know no, that. Yeah. You guys are aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like it can turn people yeah. off, but like genuinely, like we're not trying to be. No, but we people, just are. but people mm. who are in like the position of like you or Winton or Andrew, they love that. They're not really turned off by that a lot of the time, right? Because they're aggressive are. too. A, yeah, that's a, some people are. Turned yeah, off then by that's it. it. Well, I love where we're at right now because yeah. um, some people are turned off by it. Probably if they're if they're at the level of like Zimmerin mm. or yeah. Marsalis, probably because they have so many people reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. I would just think it's cool that someone's paying attention to me. Yeah. Right? So I guess that's where you're at. Like, there's that balance. Oh, yeah. With it. Yeah. But to get a superstar like that yeah. and sort of take you under his wing, so yeah. you would consider him a mentor? Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. just saw him yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And we saw him the week before that. We see him all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, and he always does, he just will do anything he can to help us, like, gives us the best advice. We have, like, down-to-earth conversations about life. And, 
And well, it's just crazy. When, eventually, when we did move to New York for school, he would. I mean, he's the artistic director of Jazz Lincoln Center. Like that's his whole thing. Right. So he would always say, "Come to any of the shows you want. I have tickets waiting. I have food. Come back." Like he was. He would make sure we were fed. Mm-hmm. And we'd go there, and like Paul Simon would be in, in the dressing in, room. The dressing room with them, or uh, Elvis Costello, or no, like we'd go into the dressing room, and then like Paul Simon would walk in, and we'd be like, "What the heck is going on?" Right. Like within a couple of days of living in New York City, like from well, Nebraska. You just don't think that stuff happens. And, and but that segues sure. into like the how we got sort of into jazz, like yeah. our actual career as the Potash Twins. Uh, went in, like basically said, keep an eye out for this guy, John Batiste, who is mm-hmm. now the uh, band, band lead. leader for Colbert on Late Night, or Late Show with Colbert. Right. And we bumped into him on the subway, and we said, Winton told us to find you, and here, we found you. On the subway. On the yeah, subway. Just yeah. randomly. And 70 seconds he, we were going somewhere, he was going somewhere in New York, that happens all the time. And he said, I'm playing in, like, nice to meet you. Like, that's awesome that, you know, went in. That probably means, like, you guys he, are also, out he's there like, doing stuff. Right, he's, like, two right. years older than us. He's another person no, he, that's He's young. 30 and we're 23. Okay, well, so he's, he's young for, old. like, yeah, yeah doing stuff. Old, but, like, still a young... You're so detailed. Well, we, of course, <laughs> people want to know everything, right? <laughs> um, and so, we, yeah, we bumped into him on the subway, and he said, I'm playing at this church. Like, nobody knows about it, but I'm going to be there playing with my band. Like, people, we're just going to tell people, like, tweet about it, and then people are going to come. And he said, come and bring your horns. So we did. We played with them. He took us out to dinner after and was like, I got your album. I love you guys. Like, I want you to keep, like, stay around me and play with me. And we were like, oh, my God. The second night in New York City, we played at Lincoln Center with him. And Winton was in the audience. And Bobby McFerrin was in the audience. And, like, Questlove and was Quest, there. Yeah, like, yeah. It was a good, like, our, <laughs> second, our second full day in New York, we, like, checked everything off of our list, basically. Yeah. Like, play with a famous musician at a famous venue and, like, just drop the mic and just, like, leave. Basically. Meet uber-famous people. Yeah. yeah. When you say just play, did we just played with them. Like, obviously, yeah. I feel like, like, not being an expert, but jazz is a little bit more sort of that sort of organic. Spontaneous. Improv, spontaneous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, it, 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 how do you do that? Like, like when food, I always yeah. say food competition on TV is improv for cooks. Oh, yes. It's the only yes. place really where there is that sort yeah. of mm-hmm. moment. Um, I mean, is any of it scripted? Like, so when you go into, like, a jam session, mm-hmm. like, what are you, you're literally so just expected. listening and feeling it? It's so there are things in jazz called standards. For you, it would be, like, a standard dish that you can cook, like, I don't know, like a croque Duck all or something. Orange. Like, Duck things that orange. anyone... So, like, but when you say standard, is this a classic song? Yep. Okay. So there's jazz standards, like, With agreed-upon, like, chord progressions and stuff. Yeah. Agreed upon before the musicians get out there, or yeah. agreed upon like yeah. like everyone knows non-verbally. If you're, no, if you're a jazz yeah. musician, you know what key it is, and you know how yeah. people play it and phrase it, and like and if, how, you're and what, j- if you're at a jazz club and it's two in the morning and they say we're gonna play Misty, like everyone you, you, knows you're, it's you're E flat, expect, and you're, you're expected gonna, to know like the eight bar intro and the eight bar outro, like the form of the song, everything, and that's right. what they teach you at like jazz conservatory. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like the only so I the only jazz songs that I am embarrassed to really even yeah. admit is uh, so there's like the class. What is it? Take five. Take five. Oh, yeah, so great. Classic, Dave, take right? five okay. is in so D like, flat and is in the it's in five five, which is which like is very, it's very, it's very rare. Is it five five rare? Yes, very, it's okay. not very yeah. rare anymore. Okay. That, it was very rare at the time. It's very rare for to be popular. Yeah. Because most people don't own, like, if they feel something that's not in 4-4 four, four, or not in 3-4, it's uncomfortable. It's imba- here, so here's an embarrassing yeah. mission. I was a DJ at one point in my life. Really? No so DJ Dickie Blaze. Right, exactly. Oh, my DJ name was Unique, actually. Really? Yeah. And so I would spend a lot of time sampling these classic records. And I would like, I always kind of like the bass line of Take 5. Oh, yeah. But it was almost impossible to loop on 4-4 four, four because it's not. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it would be, actually, would be impossible. It would be completely impossible. It would never right. line up with Even anything Even with ever. computers do, that I had. Do, do, but, but some people but would say that, that was, was, would be really like a hip thing to do if it like doesn't work. Right. Because that... 
for that. Oh kind no, of no, no, jazz, no, 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 no. That's like wait. Cool. You might be good at math. We're not good at math, but is there? Yeah, twenty. It would overlap. No, twenty would five, 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 five. Yeah, at, times four. At twenty at would point, line up. Right. In twenty. So, yeah. In twenty beats. In twenty beats, it would line up. Right. For one beat. Exactly. So <laughs> that would be cool at one point. Well, I'm glad you just broke down why that one long night I spent in my basement trying to make that track with uh, Take 5 didn't work out so well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, night in Tunisia. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Gillespie. So D's teacher, yeah. teacher is John, or was John Faddis, who was Dizzy Gillespie's protege, very famous trumpet player, yeah. Dizzy and his teacher John. So D's like the great-grandson student of Dizzy Gillespie. That's insane. It's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm yeah, it's right ridiculous. honored to be like even part of that parent. I don't think you learn anything, but... We talk a lot about this show about chef trees, but you just mm-hmm. broke down oh, what yeah. is basically like a strong root of your yeah. story, at least. Right? Like how oh, yeah. David Kazin learned from Balloon and TK, sure, sure. like how you did also. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sort of a leaf that fell off that tree and like... <laughs> well, no, you created your own tree. something on the side no, of the road. No, that, like, I would, that dude, that is there? exactly how I would pr- like say that we are, too. Yeah, right. Classify us. I guess I wouldn't say we're... We're such strong personalities that it's very impossible for us to just agree with somebody in their like. Especially methods. when you're talking about art, like art their is method. so like. So have to be like the opinion. leaf that fell off of a tree and started their own thing seems so like it does that's how it should work. Really, yeah, it's right. Seems, it's a good story. Yeah, yeah. a good storyteller. I guess. Like it would be like no, no, there's a, a, there's seed, a part of you that like, has to be not okay. We're gonna get attacked from this, but you're not gonna get if attacked. There, maybe there's got to be like a part of you that is slightly less artistic to believe that one way is right. And to only go after that one person's, like, method of teaching. Yes. So I think it's artistic to not agree with that. Exactly. Or, oh, yeah. So well, that, you're basically breaking down, like, science versus art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe it's a science do, to have, like, do an you think that there right. are? Do you think that there are chefs that cook, like, as science over art? Because I, I think there are musicians that perform as science instead of art. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I'll, I'll get killed for saying this, but I think the most... Delicious food comes from more of the art perspective than the mm-hmm. science. I think comfort you, aspect, right? Yeah, yeah, I think once you even like, you know, I mean, probably as 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 jazz musicians, you get this, but I feel like, you know, once you start cooking from recipes and only cooking from recipes, mm-hmm. you, there's not a lot of soul. There's not well, there's right? music yeah. you play to impress other musicians, and then there's music you play to make people feel good, and, right? like, and that's like blues. comfort food versus like technique. And I would food. say exactly. that that's a lot of the problems with jazz today is it's a lot of like. Trying to impress other jazz musicians because our and therefore form. they've lost the audience of people. And, yeah. Like I would play a blues when I want my audience to feel soulful, right? And I would serve them fried chicken if I wanted them to feel soulful, right? If I wanted them to be impressed with me, I'd make the uh, Danielle no, who was it? Was it Danielle Balud's dish with the cantaloupe and the caviar? No, that's no, that's a uh, that's a uh, Grand Atkins. Grand Atkins. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'd go like that route if that would ever think of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to try and um, connect with you even more so, but I want to yeah. keep talking a little bit. So I grew up. Uh, my dad had a bunch of vinyl records, and like he had a, a pretty, really cool, interesting taste. The other musician I grew up just listening to way too much of, and you're going to kill me for saying that, was Miles Davis. Yeah, oh, yeah well, that's, that's acceptable. He's the man. Like, I grew up, Bitches Brew was uh. just playing nonstop. Like, almost to the point where More like, reasons would, to like you, Richard. I would also, though, think, like, there, there's an album that almost, you could argue, isn't some... There's, like, no format almost well, to yeah. it. Well, Bitches Brew was, like, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the first uh, albums that, like, really had fusion, electric, like, sounds to it. Right. If I'm, is that the right album? It I seems get like killed it. for not. To, no, for it's not all right. It's, it, 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 it's been a while since I listened <laughs> to that album. So, but um, there were things about Miles that were really innovative, but at the same time respecting like what came before him. But at the same time saying like f that, I'm gonna make it something new. Right. That was his so, attitude too. Mm-hmm. But that's how 
innovators are. Yeah. So now that you're in the food world, who's the Miles Davis of the, the food world? Oh, who, who, who strikes you? In like a history way? And, and, or in which, like I mean, a you now? You just mentioned like you, you drew the analogy. Uh, well, like, I don't want to be yeah. in, uh, uh, I don't want to be mean and like not say you. No, what? Don't <laughs> no, say no, me no, at okay. all. You were just, I'm just a host okay, of a okay, podcast with a, you know, with a hundred thousand listeners. Maybe like David Chang. Yeah, okay. Really? I like that. Uh, no, no, no. David Chang has the cool aspect that Miles had. Like, no, yeah. Like, I could pull this shit off without even trying. Right. No, Miles but, uh, and here's why I say that. Like, I almost think Bourdain is almost Miles. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh. But no, but we're talking about, like, actual cooking, true, right? True, true. I mean, Bourdain true. is, like, the personality version of Miles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, in the television world. Here's right. why I would say David Chang, and I'm just going to back up why I said it, but you guys can say if and you would disagree. Say, we should each say why. We'll get Chang on the podcast, and we'll play this clip. Okay, awesome. I think he understands the fundamentals of where he comes from, like uh, all the Korean food and everything. But then he also does the, these twists that are innovative that people, like, ten years from now were like, duh, that was so simple. But when he was doing it, it was like, why would you ever put those things together? Right. And what people said about Miles. Like, exactly. Oh, wow. Like, why would he play the, you know, the sharp nine on top of that the chord doesn't work and then after he did it everyone's like I'm playing a sharp nine over that chord yeah. now like who wouldn't play a sharp nine nice I would say I don't know I feel like Miles is so cerebral that I don't know if Chang's a, for me personally if that's okay. a good well, fit, so I was gonna say Grant Ackett's maybe yeah but, maybe but when I think of Grant Ackett's I almost think of like Ornette Coleman who was like the most out there human being uh, not like he is out there human being but like his art was so out there like it gave perspective to like other forms he, of cooking okay no I'm gonna agree with you with Ornette Coleman Ornette Coleman was the first person to say free jazz free, yeah. was to do free jazz he was he was saying look at every when you think of jazz you think of improvisation you think of forms you think of development corporate yeah. Progressions. Let's throw all that out the window. We're going to, and now when you think of Grant Atkins, he's going to say, I'm going to plate vertically. I'm going to plate mm-hmm. on the table. I don't even need to use a plate. Right. We're going to do a massive, like, massive canvas. We're going to do things that float. We're going to do, it's you the know. most extreme yeah. of the creative bound. No, oh, is he floating res- things? Because I'm just starting <laughs> to float things in presentation. Uh, oh, well, the, bl- the yeah, green, the green the balloon. Oh, well, well yeah, the that, was, was that Dave Barron? Yeah. Or was who actually? Well, I mean, I mean, other people can do it. It's yeah. just using no. superconductor. No, if you watched cooking, you watched that Netflix chef's table he said once it's on my menu it becomes my dish like that's what TK said to me right just a little that's what he said like yeah that's, it becomes a, a lineage. Do you, uh, well, this is interesting. I mean, so you just went to like whose dish is what. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And food, we really don't have that. We have no way to copyright. Sure. Um, but in music, you oh. do, right? Well, yes, but yeah. jazz is very interesting because jazz is the only art form that I can think of where you consciously and respectively quote other famous jazz things. On so purpose. In a, it in, shows a jazz, respect. In, a, in a jazz solo, if you're really a jazz musician, you're going to quote a Miles solo or you're going to quote a Lee Morgan solo or a Clifford Brown solo. Just show that you also respected them or like you knew who they were or right? if you're really hip you can quote like pop songs and just see if anyone okay then real quick it. when you say quote you mean you're playing like so like I, you're I mean, going like you know that that's just like people it's almost like a mashup or no it, no, so, no no no, no. Uh, so like in a, in yeah. an improvised improvised solo you could well, probably I do like a demonstration yeah. like you oh I need to think of a song give me a song to quote pure imagination okay yes. so you could be Willy like, Wonka yeah 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 oh shit I forgot the imagination for a like literally like two seconds of it yeah and then it like the audience will be like oh I'm hip right we play a song on our set and I always quote the Flintstones because it's just like why would you quote the Flintstones it's hilarious right and people are always like 
I know what song that is. No, it always that also a says a little bit about the age of the people you're playing for, probably. It, well, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But like everyone knows the, th- the fun sounds right. thing, but it's more of like you give someone ev- the whole uh, audience something to relate to, like yeah. for a moment they can all have like an aha moment of like, oh, I know, like I feel like I'm an insider on something because yeah. I recognize it. No, it's the same way when writing a menu, like dishes that have some sort of uh, you know nostalgic Homage connection or, yeah. uh, will sell more. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, you know we love True Car. Uh, and in order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price when you're buying a car, you need pricing context, information that empowers you to feel confident. With True Car, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car you want. From there, you can connect with a True Car certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. True Car will show you what other people in your area paid for the car you want, so now you know what a fair price is. Once you register, you'll see real pricing on actual inventory. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by a True Car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing you'll see before going to a dealership so you can feel ultra confident when you show up. True Car customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car certified dealers. I kind of wish we did that for the faster buying experience. Uh, and True Car users save an average of over $3,000 off of MSRP. That's a lot of money, $3,000. Uh, True Car shows their customers all of their available incentives before they arrive at the dealership. There are over 13,000 True Car certified dealers nationwide. That's a lot. I hope that they're all listening to Starving for Attention. Uh, but listen, when you're ready to buy, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Uh, And some of these features are not available in all states. What's up, guys? It's the Lady Gang Podcast, and we're very excited because Jenna Fisher, you know her, Pam from The Office, is on our show, and she's talking about her brand new book, An Actor's Life. She's also talking about the time she auditioned with Larry David and hugged him when he was trying to get her to leave the room. It's amazing. I've never been so jealous. It's one of the funniest episodes and funniest guests we've ever had on, so tune in to the Lady Gang this Tuesday, exclusively at PodcastOne.com or the new Podcast One app, and don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can feel famous. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blades. All right, so uh, wrapping up the jazz portion of yeah. the okay, sure, sure. No, I mean, we don't have to. We can go all day. Yeah. No. But um, what did you think of La La Land? Okay. And the whole... Oh, my God. Oh, well, first is, of all... No, we never saw it. Oh, okay. It, yeah, yeah, and I don't know why we never saw it, but... No, but it, we, I, I but know why you haven't seen it, because you're hipsters. No, we're really... We're, <laughs> guys, glasses. guys, we we're really... We go to movie theaters that don't show anything that... <laughs> no, no, that we're really major not, studios. Here's the thing. So. We look like hipsters, but we're really not hipsters. Like, right. we don't like a lot of the things like hipsters do like we're not gonna go to a coffee shop just to like be there and hang out sure and, like, sure be snobby out the coffee like we just we being jazz jazz musicians like that is a kind of a hipster career like we're just gonna be associated with hipster things because jazz totally, and right? like foodies are kind of hipstery so we've been tossed into the category of hipsters but like we're really not I, don't I also think. Didn't, don't think we try to dress like hipsters but I think we're but wait, so when it yeah. comes to not seeing La La Land you yeah. know that like Ryan Gosling's character is a jazz and yeah. we know that Legend John so, Legend was like the one that like tried to make it poppy so here's right. why I didn't see it, and I don't want to like comment about it because I haven't seen it. But from what I do know, amongst the jazz community, people were a little upset with mm-hmm. like the whole sellout thing, and then the whole white guy bringing jazz back, right? Like mm-hmm. okay. when it is an art form of Black American music, and like okay, yeah. so there were some cultural issues with it. That's yeah, a, that's right. what we heard within the jazz community. Like people had commented. Not, yeah. Although the idea, like, so in the movie though, it's a it is about you know a band, the John Legend character. Where he's, you know, they're getting real poppy and mm-hmm. uh, selling out, basically. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think about the idea of selling out? Okay, that's a great that's There's a great topic of conversation for us because our form of jazz, which is like an interesting thing to just yeah. elaborate on anyway, is pop jazz fusion. That's what we call it. Right. Because we're 23. Our we don't necessarily want our audience to disappear in three years or five years. We want to be relatable to people our age. That's the, and the grow of, and grow with pop. us as we grow as musicians. Exactly. Too. So to like to catch on now and then see how we change as musicians. But our when we wrote our last album, we wrote it to attract people our age to jazz because there's such a stigma of, of oh. stuffiness and jazz is for old people. So we wrote we tried to write jazz for young people and it worked because we with literally no credibility we created a jazz album that was one of the top ten jazz albums on iTunes at 21. Wow. So. Our whole idea of jazz is to bring elements of pop and fusion and electronica, not on purpose, um, and to throw that into like the jazz realm of improvisation and bring back like what we love about jazz, but also bring in elements of what is successful right now. So sort of, I don't know if it was like Metallica, whoever said like, yeah, we're selling out stadiums. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like, that's like funny, if yeah. you're the more, yeah. I mean, if you're popularizing something, then how could you be is, selling out? So selling you know, out is a perspective, in my opinion, because if Miles Davis wasn't cool, they'd say he was selling out. But because he was cool, that wasn't considered selling out. Right. Well, one of my personal idols is Louis Armstrong, who everyone thinks sold out at one point in his career because he catered to like a very specific part of white culture and being like the black guy playing white music. Right. Um, I don't see it that way at all. Obviously, I don't come from that, like, I can't really say that at what form of discrimination that was because I'm not in his shoes. Right. But... When I think it's very easy to point your finger at someone who's doing something successfully. Anytime you get to play music and get paid for it or cook and get paid for it, I think you're doing the right thing and you're a very lucky human being to get to do that. So I think to point at someone and say, look, he's making X amount of money by playing music and he's selling out, I think is the wrong way to go about that. I think he's extremely lucky that he gets to play music every day and his status are huge and he's getting paid. Like, well, we say selling out is kind of cashing in. Right. Like, well, no I'm one not ever. Out, I'm cashing in. No one's ever selling out before they're popular, right? So oh, it's, yeah. it's almost like you can't be a sellout until you're popular. Yeah. So I feel like but, it's, it's a. I agree. But with there that. are sellout moves. Like there are <laughs> moves you can make in a career that are like, oh, that was a sellout. Like I, I have to think of an example, but like it would be, like. As long as well, it's you, not a Richard Blaze example. We're no, fine. no, we'll use Andrew. Right. If Andrew... <laughs> wow, like, no. Let's use Andrew. No, no, no. Uh, if yeah. Andrew did, like, an Applebee's commercial or something, yeah. like, it's First the opposite all, of what he's fighting for, I, I think. I would go to Applebee's tomorrow, though, if he did. Right? I said, yeah. Is he, is he introducing kangaroo on the menu? Yeah, you never know. Uh, no, that would be for Outback, probably. Oh, yeah. uh, but I, because there's a level of respect that he commands with his audience that there's like a non-verbal way everyone's like I respect his decisions right. so if he goes to Applebee's I'll be there too yeah. no, it would be sure. like if Chris Cosentino like put out a line of like or did something with Tyson chicken breast like his whole thing is about utilizing parts that people don't use so right. that's a, that would be a sellout move like I'm not saying he would do that but what anything. if Chris Cosentino launched Tyson coxcomb and chicken feet line? you'd be okay, like no, that so dude that, yeah I would say that's, for him. that's a genius <laughs> yeah thing to do. Nice. I don't I think he should do that. Or no, I think we that. should. The, I'm not landing on the right note that I'm trying to say about selling out, but there is, I just think that we haven't nailed that either. Um, do you have haters? Uh, You're too young, probably. There are people... I that, would say there are people that try to vibe us because we do more than just music stuff. Oh, yeah. Doing television and jazz is, like, completely unheard and, of. Yeah. Other and, than our friend John Batiste, who we relate to very well because and, of the fact that we both and, do that. And the way that I we attack that is by saying, look it, we're not in the heyday of jazz. We're not in the 1920s, 30s, 40s. We're, like... 
where every club is playing jazz music. So and guess every what? Radio and every radio station is playing jazz music. So what do you have to do? You have to bring jazz to attention to people who aren't going to look for jazz. How do you do that? TV is one medium that you it's can do easily. The biggest megaphone on the planet. Yeah. In the planet is. So are there other musicians? Like you had mentioned Questlove earlier. Mm-hmm. So are there other musicians that are in the food space that you're like, oh yeah, that's sort of. You know, as you as you have that so I, like musical mentors and people mm-hmm. who you can say we sound kind of like this. Oh, are there like food time? and music people that we yeah. do? Yeah, like I mean, Questlove is um, the one that jumps out to me. Is so, like well, here's a guy who's. Well, uh, I would say no for us only because we we have always thought of ourselves as food and music people. There was never like a person we were trying to aim to be like. We were always trying to be like Winton or Andrew. We never tried. We always, well, we always, we always thought. We yeah. always thought that the convergence of those two worlds was us. Mm, right. I don't know if that's kind of like an ego way to think about it, but that's just the way we've always lived our lives. It wasn't like oh, we wanted to aim at Questlove was doing food no, and music. But, no, but, there, no, but that doesn't yeah. mean awesome. that there aren't people that do both that we really respect. The yeah. one we respect is Shep Gordon. Oh my God, that dude who had the documentary Superman, who basically. He he managed uh, Jimi Hendrix. He managed uh, Alice Cooper. He managed Emerald. He yeah, managed, sure, sure, yeah. Like Jonathan he, Waxman. I yeah. have a chef who's been telling me I have to see that documentary. It's oh, incredible. Dude, it's yeah. so see funny. See it twice. Like yeah. that yeah, won't even it do it justice. Like yeah. I really, we haven't met him, and I just know that if we had a conversation with him, he'd be like, he would just completely vibe with us because he's a music guy. Like he's a Jewy music guy and a Jewy foodie guy, and I feel like, like that's that is we us. Are. Not that you have to be like Jewy or Jewish, but like it just we have come from similar backgrounds. Where does that the, the, that the fact that both of you are connectors? Where does that come from? Is that a family thing? Like, is your are your parents really like say hi to anyone on the street and all you know? Like, I feel like you guys the first time I met you it was like, hey, I think these guys are coming over to dinner tonight with us. <laughs> <laughs> like we oh, just oh. met, but I I think we're best friends. We met in Aspen. Well, no, we, there is a trait that we have that people say that we have. When you meet us, you think you've known us for your whole life. Yeah, and that. For some reason, like, that really does... The funny thing about, like, our parents are awesome. They are the least, like... Limelight, limelight people. people. They, whenever, whenever we're growing up, and we'd be like, "Hey, oh, that person's cool because they're on TV," or, or we, we just, we'd we just meet, met we, Elvis Costello. They'd, like, they'd, they'd be like, really they'd, be like that, "They'd be like, that's awesome." Like, what was they're the like, conversation? No, they, like? they'd, they'd always would, be like, "What did you learn from them?" Like, yeah, did right. they teach you to be respectful to people? Did they teach you to like do this, this, and this? Did so, the Elvis Costello that did that influence the frames and the glasses? Was that no, we had we them had, before? He actually right. complimented our glasses. He did. Yeah, yeah, that would be in my Twitter bio. Just those were actually Willie Parker. I'm going to change that. Like they they weren't eyebobs then, so we probably shouldn't do that. But the um, the thing that our, was always amazing to us is that our parents, whenever we'd say, hey, we just met Paul Simon, the first thing would be, what did he teach you? It wouldn't be, did you get a picture? Yeah. It's never like, They're not like it's never that like, at all. oh, are you going to post something? It's never that. It's like, did, what did you learn? But it's like, what we think. Have, yeah. you, ever, have you ever been, um, so you go out, you you know, you walk up to someone who's super famous, mm. yeah. uh, or you're, you're just trying to say hi and, yeah. and learn from them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been snubbed? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, you would think that that would happen. That it's literally never happened except for with Paul Simon. Even though we were like in a, you know, he backst- just wouldn't let us take a picture. That was it, right? He, yeah, he but was, no, we never been snubbed yeah, by, and everyone's pretty open. The, you know open who up. was the one of the best people that we talked to and had a great conversation with was Zach Efron, right? Dude who was, was just so like, nice, so generous with his time, and was like doesn't need to be talking to us about anything. I can but, but see the relationship between you and Zach. Efron. Yeah, I see he was no, no. the third potash twin. <laughs> I wish that we. Uh, I mean, there's a similar. The extremely there's, better like, looking. I don't think. I don't think like appearance. Well, wise, one of you really got it. And the other, he's didn't. somebody <laughs> that I want to have a conversation with, like again, like in the future, and just, just like have a great conversation with, because he was really cool. Yeah, yeah, and not because it was like a starstruck moment. It was like, 
obviously everyone on this planet knows who you are, but yet you love bizarre oh. foods. Like, when you travel, you travel. Like, he literally takes vacations to try, like, create, like, insects and food and stuff. Right. Yeah, he, I don't know Which why he like and ridiculous. Andrew haven't ever connected about we that. We told Andrew about it, but they need to, like, tweet we each We should other. all get together and do a topless episode. <laughs> Yes. Andrew and Dean and I would sell it the place out. Eating insects in the, a hot tub the, with Zach. The, the, one of Andrew's most proudest moments is yeah. when he was uh, hunks and chunks on People magazine. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was a chunk. Or he yeah. was a chunk. It's on his Twitter moment. He was a chunk and he was like, so proud to be next to whoever. Oh, uh, that's nice. One of mine was um, Details Magazine, uh, annual edition. Um, Top thirty men who look like lesbians, and I was, oh, and I was who on that list. Shit like I that? was between at the time uh, Rod Stewart and Bruce Jenner. Whoa, oh, big oh, company. Wow. Wow. I was like that eight. Is big, that's really yeah. Big number. You were yeah, eight. So like, I don't have I, eight. Number eight of oh, those wow. of those th- of those thirty. Wait, was, was this like it was a long was time ago? But was, was it like right when you were on top? Yeah, chef? it was like the first Top Chef. I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, I'm all. Yeah, I like it. That was a column. Yeah, I mean, as talent, no, is, exactly. No, as talent, honor. we love being a part of lists. I don't care if it's good or bad. <laughs> yeah. It's anything. Exactly. But, I mean, who 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 writes that? You keep talking about Zimmerman. So then, fast forward to that relationship. So, is this similar to Marsalis? You oh, yeah. So, Winton is our musical debt parent, and Andrew is our food television parent. So, we, were, we, were, we, were we spend more time with First Andrew because we both First of all, that's the sitcom right there. <laughs> Winton, Andrew, and you. And like, they're just, the gay dads. And like, exactly. We're, we're just the opera. We just, we just follow you guys around through <laughs> the antics of your normal days. So, we were, we were living in New York City. We were back in Omaha performing, like, mm-hmm. for two days. And we're at our sound check, and we're like scrolling down Instagram because we're into that. And which you should follow us at Potash Twins. at Potash Twins. Uh, that wasn't on like, all social handles. Yeah, yeah, it is okay, on everything. Yeah. Um, and we, so Andrew was like posting, "Hey, I'm on my way to like Lincoln, Nebraska for some dinner thing." So we we looked up the event, and it was sponsored by the Chamber of Commerce, who we'd done work for somehow when we were like 17. And we were like, "Oh, great! I'll ask them if they can like connect us or whatever." So we got like an email back right away. They're like, "Hey, we'll put you at his table, and you'll have a great time." Like, like good luck. We didn't think anything would happen. Like we just went because we were huge foodies, and we wanted to yeah. see what he was like. And we sat down, and he was like, we were just blown away by each other. And he was like, you're coming to my Thanksgiving in two weeks? Like, I'm going to show you off to my yeah, family. Yeah, like, instantly he was like, you are... You guys would be just great are, party, yeah. like, guests, <laughs> like, just to have you, like, here. And and so, another funny thing to say is, like, when we were watching at home all these shows, food shows, my, my parents keep kosher. Or we my, grew up my, keeping yeah, kosher. Okay. kosher. And we were vegetarians so, for 15 years. Yeah, so we, like, hadn't eaten really meat, and we hadn't... We'd We'd never never eaten eaten pork. So we said, my dad said, like, hey, if you ever meet, like, Bourdain or you meet Andrew, Andrew, those, that's who you can eat pork with. Like, that's who will allow you. (laughs) So we told. God would think that was okay. Yeah, like, it'd be okay. So we told Andrew that, like, I don't know how many conversations into meeting him, but he goes, okay, come to my Thanksgiving. And he flew in Syriano ham from Spain. Or, like, come on, America. Duck and shrimp and pork. Yeah, he called. There were Joe Stone crab. There was everything. Yeah, he flew in. Like a trafe, like heaven. Um, heaven. Yeah, it was crazy. And he called my parents afterwards to apologize. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. But it was it was a it was a fun bonding moment, like that he was there for our first time. Yeah, he was so like. Happy and it kind of like 
clicked in our head like, oh my god, there's so, there's so many things we haven't tried. tried in our life. So he kind of like led us to he catered enlightened us to like a whole part of our food journey. And now you roll with him, and you guys you yeah. open for him like an Aspen. You guys yeah, you know, yeah, perform yeah. in uh, the show, and we're which like was kind of super a... annoying because I was performing in the room next to you guys. Yeah, and your room was and, screaming loud well, the whole time because like I a just, bunch of fangirls no, because I was telling them to. To intimidate oh. your room because oh, it was yeah. so loud with all the horns and the music and the. Well, what you did like now was every time yeah, they like cheered, confession. we would stop and be like, "Fucking Blake, <laughs> yeah. like, that, damn it. like of course they're going crazy." It for was him. a rivalry. Yeah. It was an inner rivalry. So now you open from your own, your your yeah. role with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of it's like Wu Tang Clan. Or, like, who, it's like, like you two. Is, who else is in that crew? Well, I wouldn't really say there's like like, any other people (laughs) in this crew. We we live in Minneapolis. He lives in Minneapolis. Whenever he's here, we literally, like, depending on our schedules, we'll spend every day together doing like activities. Yeah, if we're here, here's here. We're getting dinner. We're at his office like almost every day. Like, we'll go get like dim sum or whatever. The best thing about being with Andrew, and I'm sure that you it happens to you a lot. The second we step into a restaurant, the entire like restaurant looks, and they're like, "Yeah, we chose the right place." Like they, right. like, the they right know decision. it's the right place. That's to the eat. funniest look to just. Look um, to he see just them. validates everyone else. But yeah. and now it's starting to get to the point, like when we're at these food festivals, people will see us and they're like, "Oh." Andrew's probably close by. He's nearby. So yeah. like those people who are like looking oh, for like, Andrew. like he's a Pokemon. Yeah. Like, right. So does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Uh, like, hey, I don't think it necessarily validates. We're, no, we're the entree too. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> no, we're, we, we when respect his like, ability. Yeah, we're not we're not anywhere near that. So you're just like, oh, and Andrew loves his fans. So he's like, he loves when people come up to him and talk to him. So, but he, the, I think he likes the fans more that know about our stuff because it's like what? They, no, but like it's, it shows that it? they like pay attention to like. Yeah, I mean, so now he's producing. Uh, you guys uh, just got done shooting her last year. The yeah. Travel Channel, yes. Yes. Southern Food, Southern Road, Road Trip, trip. Yeah. Southern yeah. Road Trip. Yes, yeah. And it's basically just uh, you know, if you if if you haven't watched it, you need to go find it online. And it's it's Andrew's golden voice. Yes, over basically <laughs> he is the narrator. We, we of course on only on our show could Andrew do all the voiceovers and get away with that. Exactly. Like, so it, it's interesting because he's he's like the voice of God basically. Yeah. And you travel throughout the South. Uh, and have some cultural and, and food yeah. experiences. You do really good, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The next one's going to our... be even better on the next network. Okay. Just that was like, the there's travel, a lot more music. Travel involved. Channel was oh. our first time doing, like, hosting our own show. Right. And I don't think we did, I think we did a good job, but I think we were, like, understanding our roles. Well, like, it was our first time, like, dealing with a huge film crew and the yeah. network was there. So, like, sure. we were kind of figuring it out as we, like, we're just, we're good personalities, but, like, it's a different thing when. You know, the person that can just like fire you is there. Okay. Yeah. I mean? yeah, now listen, so, I've been in there. I've been there many times myself. Yeah. What was the toughest part of uh, like doing the, a show like that? Uh, is it uh, I think, okay, finding well, authenticity? Well, is it the cold no, open? No, no. We have no shortage of things to say. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think maybe the hardest thing, oh yeah, talking and driving. There you it go. was hard yeah. for me no, right? because I like oh. I drove in New York City. I had a car in New York. I was crazy, and I'm g- a good driver. Like, like, I would say it of my like trumpet player than like driver. I'm a good driver. Okay? <laughs> He's right. a great. But driver. when He's you're stellar. driving and there's hey, we're gonna like take the the rearview mirror out and put a camera there, right. and you can't. And you have to like make and you, intricate and you're turns. Town, and you're in a town you've never, you've never been, been in, in and you're in Charleston where this roads are tiny, right. and there's like one car lanes, and there's yeah. a bunch of horses behind you. And Ez is talking to me, and there's a van in front, a van 
in the back filming you. Yes, and you're like, and they're like, and they're and there's like a producer in the trunk lying on the ground, like trying to give you topics, and they're like, get a good sound. On top of that, they're like, pull up to this carriage and take out your horn and play while you're driving. People while you're driving, right? I'm like, how many things? Oh, and by the way, we just came from a moonshot in distant Yeah, like, no, 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 they didn't let us. I mean, you are. Yeah, there are two of you. Yeah, so maybe they're just thinking, hey, there's two brains and four hands. Well, yeah. and the I thing know you when know, he's driving, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I thing, gotta be the well, one. Well, the that's thing on. you get the preface is, I don't let Ez drive. Mm-hmm. He's driven like twice in his life and got into an accident one of those times. So fifty percent, I'm not going with that. Did you have to do any sort of sizzle for that, or how did like Andrew just said you're doing this? No, actually, the, we were in China filming mm-hmm. that Chinese twin television show. So there was mm-hmm. well, what? Yeah, okay. oh yeah, this is a whole funny um, part of our life. We yeah. were asked by the Chinese government to do like this. America's Got Talent, but China, and it was a twin season. Okay, so America's Got and Talent, but so also, China's Got Talent, yeah. twin season. And it also coincided with these, this, the world's largest twin festival. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's a talent competition. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's like, the first day, you have to beat out like a thousand pair of twins to get onto this show, which they like which completely lied part, to us. That right? part isn't televised, <laughs> but there's still an audience that's just like there. So, right. We got placed number one out of a thousand twins. Wow! Yep. Yeah. yeah, out of that day. So then we get. So then we get. <laughs> this yeah. Is a great whole, then whole we get on to the show, and there's like ten of us twins. So there's twenty of us. Actually, no, <laughs> there were actually a quadruple family that was all playing. Why were they, they were even all? They were, oh, no, no, no. To get back full circle, they were lip sync lip syncing instruments. Right. Yeah. So, but oh, apparently yeah. that's a thing there. So oh, yeah, they, like that's a skill. Lip syncing so, is like karaoke. Lip syncing; those things are pretty big. Get to the show, make it to the finale. We get second place to these Chinese acrobats, the only Chinese twins on the show on Chinese television. So which, fair, which is controlled by the government. So, government, right. Right. so they don't they don't want to lose to American twins. Right? They they the, the Chinese twins win. Right? Uh, and you're but, not bitter at all about it. No, no I mean so it was a really fun. You were the runner up. Totally. Um, you were the, yeah. China's got talent. Twin. twin so we're the so. second most talented twins in the world because it's the largest talent. Well, it was twins. A bunch first, of first of all, I've never heard that story. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. congratulations. And we had a film crew the whole time. And and we had in, all the footage. Were you in Beijing? We no, were in. We, were in we, so we, did, we flew into Beijing. We went to Shanghai, and we were in a place the kind of like the Los Angeles. Okay, of, like of China, way west, way out west, like in the deserty part, and it's okay. called Kunming, right? Which is like. I would say it's like a Chicago, but it has like 30 million people. I perf- have performed a couple of times in China, and once was at, in Beijing, at like their basketball arena. It was a super <sighs> weird event, but it was well, that's like awesome. you know, 15,000 people. It was like a big crowd. It's so cool. And there, it's it. a different, like when you perform internationally, as you guys have yeah. done before, to like, they're so polite. Yeah. So, like, for me, like a lot of my stuff is one, humor. With yeah. a translator, yep, that's tough. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't work. Anyway. And then it's this yeah. international audience that they don't really want to say anything until the show's over, and they don't clap. So we have, right, that's we what I'm saying. We have clap the absolute greatest end, right? thing about no, this. Okay, so we're on stage, uh, hundred thousand people live. Right, hundred thousand yeah. people. Yeah, like that. Like audience a, is hundred thousand. Olympic, right. Olympic well, yeah. size oh. stadium. Yeah, and on top of that, it's live to billions of people. Right, in China. sure. We get up there and every and Chinese there, restaurant in America too. And, <laughs> and, yeah. and there's one part of our little we did like a DJ kind of horn set. Yeah. And there's one part we want everyone to hey, clap with us. Like, uh you know, clap one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we like we learned we first of all, first time we did it, we just did the hand motions. Yeah, yeah, putting our yeah, hands together yeah. slowly on beat. No yeah. one clapped. No one clapped. Right. Because they don't it's know. Rude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's rude. It's think, rude and I don't think they like yeah. No, they don't want to interrupt the act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So second time get up and do it. 
uh, we learned like a little bit of jo- of like Mandarin to say clap along with us. Gay right. man Zhongsheng Itchy Pai Show. Yes, which apparently yes. means I, yeah. But we're doing hey, we're telling them to clap, yeah. and they're looking at us doing the hand motions. <laughs> All right, guess what they start doing while when we say to do that? They just applaud. They don't do it on the beat. They don't do it on the beat. They start doing it like, so, like we just asked them to applaud you, for us. Do like, it right. What? Did, what? did you like say something wrong or no? No, 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 no. We no. just said uh, we they just, just said, thought that we said we because we told the translator to say clap along with me. Right. But they what they I guess they heard was, was clap, clap right clap, now. Clap. Like so, you need to clap so right now. We look so stupid like doing the hand motions of clapping and then everyone just and saying applaud me now. Right. <laughs> At this exact moment, applaud me, which is apparently right. what we said. <laughs> Next time we do it, we learn to say applaud here in this moment on beat. I can't remember. And that one, and so. they like. Maybe like some of them got it, but they don't clap with their hands. They clap with like these little hand. No, they had thunder sticks. Yes, yes, they had Anyway, completely fall flat on our face, and right. we're telling them to applaud. And then at the end, we're like, we say thank you, the city we're in. And then and, they and, they, and then they went crazy. And they went applauded. crazy when we tried to say like say anything in Chinese. Chinese. Right. But the, fun, the funny thing is about our family is our like half of our family is Chinese. Oh, okay. actually, yeah, Taiwanese, Taiwanese specifically. But right. my our uncle is married to a Taiwanese woman, and all their kids are Taiwanese. So we like half of our family speaks fluent Mandarin. So before we were like asking what to say, and then the other half of our family they still like they live, live in China, China yeah. go to Johns Hopkins in China, yeah. speak Japanese, Chinese, everything, and yeah. like so we we actually had the hookup with what to say. Yeah, and you had so, so you were sort of a hometown team too. So in a way, yeah. while it, we're, all the way over there, we were, while yeah. we're filming this, we also got a film crew to follow us eating while we. We were in China doing this. During so that was like thing. our piloty thing for Travel Channel. Okay, yeah. but it's so, so funny because we, we like bees and stuff. We and ate like, bees so and <laughs> we, ate we ate bees. Cold chicken feet. <laughs> yeah, and Pickled, bees yeah. in China, at least where we were, they're not like American bees. Where right. They're like 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 a like centimeter big and big, like that, whatever. Yes. They're like wor- like long. They're like, like four inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double <laughs> double. Oh God! As if they weren't appetizing enough. Stingers out. What's the deal? They do take the stingers out. And what does a bee taste like? Uh, it tastes like, like okay. a fried soybean. Which is what? No, not a fried soybean. It tastes like what grasshoppers or, or chapulinas taste like, which are like dried soybean. Right. It, okay. The first okay. time Andrew gave it to gave it to us. Oh, I meant like, fried chickpea. You know when like sometimes oh, yeah. you go to yeah, a bar yeah, yeah. and they have fried chickpeas. Yeah, yeah. 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 they're yeah, so fried. not really worth it. Is what we're saying basically. Well, they don't taste like anything. They taste like what they're flavored. <laughs> in. If you're Andrew, right. yeah, they're right. we're totally worth it. Right. I mean, Andrew on TV is going to be like, "This is enlightening. Like, this is the best thing ever. I'm having them in my home. It's the next future snack. We're going to be watching football, eating fried bumble." But and the pro- second you try them, you're like, this tastes like air, but, but pro- it's a bug. But props to alternative proteins, though. <laughs> yes, of course. So, like, you guys have a new show coming out. You can't tell us too much about it. Yeah, yeah. it's um, awesome. But it's gonna be we're awesome. going to follow you at Potash Twins. Yes, please. It's gonna be, there's going to be music. There's going to be food. Mm-hmm. There's going to be cool hipster glasses. Yep. Yes. Uh, there's going to be this sort of twin rivalry showing up on screen, I think. Yes. Um, we listen, haven't shot yet, so hopefully all those things. I can't wait to hear more about it offline and uh, yes. uh, in public soon. Uh, we play a couple games at the end of the episode. So we're we going to play this games. one game. I just made this one up, so don't judge me on it. Uh, but because you're musicians, uh, what we're going to do here is this game is I'm going to tell you the name of uh, sort of – is it a band or is it a restaurant? Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Is it a band oh, I love or is it a restaurant? Yeah. So – uh, it should be pretty easy for you guys. Are these real bands and real restaurants? These are real bands and real restaurants. So we might know of both. You might. Okay. Yeah, I would think All right. so. All right. All right. So uh, usually people get about 70% of the questions right. We're going to obviously I know you're very competitive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not only that, we like really that. pride ourselves on knowing a lot of things. Okay, guys. Here we go. So uh, is this a band or a restaurant? The Nosh Pit. The Nosh Pit. Band or restaurant? Oh, that's a restaurant. Definitely a restaurant. 
It is a restaurant. Okay. I was going to say, as twins, you don't even consult with each other. Well, You're just thinking the same thoughts. Nosh is Yiddish for food. Like, right? Okay. Percent. There we go. Uh, this is, is this a band or is this a restaurant? Lox, Stock, and Bagel. Lox, Stock, and Bagel. That's obviously a restaurant. That has to be a restaurant because there are literally no musical terms that are can ever be derived okay, from Okay, guys. Listen, things. those are easy. Those are both. Okay, yeah, yeah. Challenge Okay, please. here we go. Band or restaurant, Iron and Wine. Iron and Wine. Band or the name oh. of the restaurant. Iron and Wine. Well, Wine would hint to a restaurant, but I'm going to go ahead and say Band. Wait, Wine spelled with an H, though? Oh, yeah. How was Wine? Like, oh, wine spelled, like a guitar uh, wine. It's the W-I-N-E. So in the food context, I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna go with restaurant. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go with band. I'm gonna. I'm gonna risk it. Okay, here. you're gonna risk. The twins have a split decision <laughs> right here. It is the name of a band. Is a band. Yes, Richie. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a band. Totally what type of band? You know, when you said earlier how we um, like to be risky, I like to be risky and it paid off. Here we go. Band or restaurant? Strawberry alarm clock. Strawberry alarm That's clock. That's a band. Is it a breakfast restaurant or is it a band? Strawberry alarm uh, clock. A breakfast restaurant. <laughs> uh, I think. I'm gonna Could, go with is band. this a trick question? Could it be neither? Nick, nope. I'm going to no, go with band, but they need to think of a better name. Okay. I'll go with band. It is a band. Nope. It is a band. Um, here we go. Taco and Demofos. Taco oh, and Demofos. That, Demofo would refer to a person, I think. So okay. maybe a band. Yeah, it's a band. It's a band. You guys are getting good. Yeah. You guys are at least at like 80% right now. Uh, tequila Mockingbird. Oh, Tequila, oh, tequila well, Mockingbird. A, is band that a drink? No, I think or, it is a band. Or band. A Wait. band or restaurant, not drink. Uh, yeah. No, I know, but yeah. like I've I've seen that as yeah. a cocktail. Yeah, like tequila, tequila sunrise, exactly. Um, so tequila, no, tequila mockingbird. mockingbird. Is it a well, I think it might be both. I think I've, I think I've heard of a band. That's one, or I think I've heard of. A I'm going to go with one. band, but it could easily okay. just be a restaurant. It is a restaurant. Okay. It is a restaurant. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how to how to really judge you guys on because one got getting, us. Yeah, because you're both saying different answers. Okay, fine. But that's fine. That makes sense. Uh, band or restaurant? One in a million. Wine. Oh, we've been there. Yeah, in Austin, Texas. We used to yes. live in Austin, Texas. Yeah, that too. is a restaurant. <laughs> One so of our favorite president. Yeah, is it really good? Yeah, because, I don't know yeah. the guy's name, but he gives the best high fives and handshakes. There, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. He does oh, like a slap. He does like a. It's, so good. it's loud. I'm sorry, uh, Heather. Yeah, no, that's right. I just clapped. Yeah. I'm sorry. One in a million. Okay. Assault and battery. Assault and battery. Band or restaurant? Oh, because the salt. I think that is like a bagel restaurant. But I also. It would be an amazing name for either. I think it's going to be... <laughs> He's not asking for explanations, dude. He wants an answer. That's, that's his way of stalling. So no, no. Uh, assault and I, battery. I think it, it, it makes a great name for either, but I'm going to go with band. Sure, band. But I, part of it, it is a restaurant. The protest is one of the few wrong Dang answers. It. it is a fish and chips restaurant. Assault really? and battery. Battering the fish oh, and chips. Yeah. It's in New York. And you need to um, season it with... Okay, here we go. Love and Spoonful. Love and oh, Spoonful. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's, no. That's, that's not a, a charity. Restaurant. That's a charity. That's, that's a, uh, charity. Well, it, may, it may also be a charity, but these okay, are It may also be a restaurant. restaurant, then. It's a band. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also like a classic rock band. Is it? I think it well, is. Well, there's, there's Spoon now, the Band. In all fairness, you're 23 years old. Yeah, so okay, I think yeah. this is a band from the 60s. Okay. Uh, Country Joe and the Fish. Country Joe and the Fish. Band. Or that's, a, that's, a, that's a band. Ooh. But I could see... Country I Joe. I could see Joe... Country Joe would be expected to know how to play banjo and fry. I could see Joe being a restaurant and the Fish being like a, the thing he serves. So I'm going to go with restaurant. Oh, we're splitting. Okay, it is a band. No, it's a fish. You can't, you can't give him the wind. Oh, you can't. I'm, not not, him the wind. I'm taking it. There's from only him. one answer. Um, okay, the walrus and the carpenter. The walrus and the carpenter. <laughs> That's and a, restaurant. a restaurant. But it has no food reference. 
Well, does it know, also you, have a does it have a music <laughs> reference? You know, the Beatles had a walrus. Have you ever heard the scale of walrus? Could be could be a Beatles cover band, right? There was I am the walrus. Walrus and the what? And the carpenter? Yeah, walrus and the carpenter. Band or restaurant? Oh, I'm gonna say restaurant because carpenter would could imply like they helped with the restaurant. Like we're, once again, no, <laughs> I'm going with no, no explanation. I'm going with yeah, uh, both, restaurant. Both said restaurant. Okay, it is a restaurant in Seattle, Washington. Good call. One of my favorites, by the way. All right, here's a tough one: Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken. Oh, you said tough, so it must be a band. Yeah, you man. gave it away. It's a restaurant. I said, guys, oh, you guys are so gullible. Oh, of course, KFC, the Colonel. How do you miss with? Okay, here, here's one: Turn up the beat. Oh. Turn up. Turn, That's a turn up the beat. No, it's not. It was uh, well, it was a video series that Michelle Obama did for the White House. Wow, what are you dropping? Uh, some yeah, fitness I, well, knowledge on us. Perhaps. It was a, it was like an eat healthy video promo. Okay, well, I'm going to okay. say a word like a restaurant. <laughs> turn up the ba- the beat. Was it a band or a restaurant? I'm going to say band. It is a restaurant. Yes. A restaurant. Okay, so my last one, last one of our restaurant or band with the Potash Twins. Uh, what individually? Where are we at? Who's who's winning here? Ez is winning by one. Ez is winning by one. You're so sure so this is for the win. We're gonna okay. just yeah, yeah, yeah. flatten right, out. Yeah, that's fine. Flying Burrito Brothers. Flying Burrito Brothers. Restaurant Band or restaurant? I think restaurant. But then, if I win, I should win. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, that makes him your right, one. If right? really yeah, you're that competitive. If we're both doing going with the same answer. All right. Flying, flying Burrito Brothers. Oh wait a second. But there are bands. Like there's a band oh, that, throw burritos, that throw burritos out, like as their thing. <laughs> Maybe I throw I'm going out. with restaurant. I'm just gonna end this. Restaurant. And it is a band. <laughs> so uh, you guys didn't really get. This is like Jeopardy. Where no you one just can lose win. The point. You guys win. Yeah. Was that double uh, Jeopardy? Like we put it all on the table. You put it all on the table, uh, but you really did. You should come back and play other guests because you you scored it like sixty. Five, we need to do it at like a festival when we're everyone's together. Like we should do like a competition, like series of like games. Like yeah, that. we should. That would like, be like us, a tournament. Or just yeah. us versus the Voltagia. Why yeah. doesn't well, somebody we, next, do? In Aspen, we're going to do that. You know, like, somebody should do like Voltage a late Voltage night show at the festival. At the festival, when it's just chefs. Well, and, I thought that was an idea that we were talking about as we were walking oh, we across the, lo- the big lawn. Yes, and we were ready to do our late night talk show. We brought it up to Andrew. I was going to be Chris Hardwick. You guys were going to be the band. We were going to let's do that still. Do lots of fun. Okay, last thing we do on starting for a with the Potash Twins is we ask you to 86-something at the end of the show. It's 86. So, uh, individually. Anything? Anything you want could be anything in the world. doesn't have to be food or music related. It certainly can be uh, something you're just over. 86 means to get rid of it, of course, of in a course. restaurant. And okay. what do we say? This is going to be very tough for me. Those that know me know this is one of my favorite things, and I'm 86-ing it because it shouldn't be in my life. Jogger sweatpants. Jogger sweatpants to me are the only wearable sweatpants that can be worn outside of the home. Us, my friends know I refer to them as my outdoor sweatpants or out-of-the-home sweatpants. If they were never created, I would probably look presentable outside of the home more than what I do now. So, so uh, you like wearing jogger sweatpants. I live for them. But and you I want to get rid of them. Because if I didn't have that option, I would try more when I left the home. Fair enough. Because they're so good <laughs> that you have to 86 them. Yes, I love I, them so much. I'm going to go with a food thing. So I'm going to 86... Anything that they call a taco, which is anything with anything inside of it wrapped up. When a pancake has eggs in it and it's wrapped like a taco, it is a pancake with eggs in it. It's not a taco. So the new Taco Bell taco that's got an an egg egg as a shell shaped like a taco is not a taco. That's an egg with things in it. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go ahead and call that an omelet still. There you go. So you really also, it seems like you're 86 in quotation marks. (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> as yeah, a chef yeah, who yeah, writes, sure, sometimes sure. writes things in quotation like that, marks. Yeah. Uh, as indeed, uh, the Potash twins hanging out on Starving for Attention. That was a lot of fun. You guys want to come back? Yeah, yeah absolutely. We yeah. need to do that. He and wants I, back. That's the real question. I think we want you back. He wants right. D back. He doesn't want Asbeck. No, I think I think I want I want them both back. I want both You're going to say back. And uh, we'll do that again for sure. And we'll, I'll see you live somewhere. You guys will be playing. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Be, we'll do something. And I'll be having a crowd next door at Cheer yes. Loud to try yes. and drown out the sounds of the twin horns. <laughs> well, have you come joy. up on stage and clap on the beat? I will. As I'll, as I'll get it right. In this hemisphere. I'll try and get it right. In flying burritos. Exactly. Uh, Jasmine Blaze was not with us. She's back in Los Angeles with Heather. I was Richard Blaze here with the Potash Twins. Do me a favor. Uh, jump over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. It's really easy. It's free. Take two seconds. Uh, we got tens and thousands of listeners, but we need some more. It enables us to produce really fun content. And you know what else? Write a little review. Maybe write the Potash Twins a review. Did you like them both? Maybe one of them only? Write it in the uh, in the comments there. We'd really appreciate to see it. If you can't, go find uh, us on Apple Podcasts. Go on over to Podcast One. Com, where you can do the same thing. Subscribe, uh, rate, review, do all of those things. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Stay home. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Podcast One has new shows on our new app. Check out all the cool features to help you explore our exciting new programming, like America's Lakers podcast with Jay Moore, Sessions with Randy Jackson, So Random with Corinne Olympios, Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast, Not Just Sports with Susie Schuster and Rich Eisen, and Sound of Success, the Dick Enberg podcast, as well as your old favorites like The Lady Gang, Steve Austin, Shaquille O'Neal, and Adam Carolla. Get the new Podcast One app in the App Store, Google Play, or PodcastOne.com.